Screw you! <laughs> Decaf! So we're gonna call this thing uh, Nerd Novice. I right? mean, I, that that I'm not gonna like jump in and like take the leadership on that. So that was my suggestion. If you vote for it, then yeah, we can we can definitely. I totally it. vote for that. Okay. So I can just I can just go. You're like, like you're not being like coerced into choosing that name because of I don't know. Like, I feel <laughs> I feel a lot of social pressure. Yeah. To conform to this this show name. Well, because I'm like the dictator of the show. And, right. Yeah. Because here's the thing is we're recording the very first episode right now. Right. And so part of me feels compelled to say, hi, everyone. You're listening to the premiere episode Whatever. Yeah. of Nerd Novice or... That sounds good. Whatever. I, <laughs> Just I mean, the way sticks, you said right? that, it was like, yeah, that's that's the name. It sounds good. Episode number one of Nerd Novice. I'm Jim. I'm Megan. And uh, see you next yeah, week. That's it. <laughs> we haven't planned that at all. Right. So, no, I think that'd be awesome. I think Nerd Novice is perfect. Yeah, I'm down with that. And see, we we have to figure out our branding right because by the time, so here's the deal: in order for people to actually hear this and experience our our nerd novicey, mm-hmm. as it were. There's got to be a website and an RSS feed and, you know, a file name for the show and, right. and so on and so forth. So we've got to commit to this. So. Yeah, like now. Like, yeah, this is the first the first day, so we have to start now. Right, right. Okay. The The marketing campaign begins right here and now. So ding, ding, ding. Uh, theoretically, by the time anyone hears this and they won't be able to snake the Twitter name, maybe we'll have a nerd novice Twitter handle. Yeah, I should... We should do that. We should check that. Yeah. We should check that. Can you get online while you're doing this? I will get online while okay, we do this. Because yeah. everybody Twitter. knows that all the best podcasts also, involve people typing and while they talk. searching in real time. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. And then the, we could, you know, you've never seen that show or you don't know that song. Look it up right now. Right. Bam. And it's especially helpful if you have a super loud PC keyboard. Like the one you have with right. like extra soft sounding keys. Right. Bassy. Right. Yeah. Do, do, do. Yeah. So let's find out. Survey says. <laughs> survey says. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, do it. Yeah. S- sign up for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to Twitter. Sign up now. Oh, man. Doing it. All right. How do we do this? I don't know. I don't, it's well, signed actually, out. New to Twitter, sign up. Um, and and the cool thing is, on my phone right now, I don't know about you, but I have like three Twitter Twitter accounts already. Because mm-hmm. I have one for my band, one for my recording business, which my dad, like, he was like, you better take Hey Paletti because you better know that somebody might take it one day. So I was like, sure, dad. So I took that. I guess I just revealed my personal information. Whatever. Um, see, this is What's why that credit I card number. Yeah, again? <laughs> this is why I can't do fake names. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just deal with the creepos when they come. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> no, so I have that. I have my band one, and I have my personal one. And when you're signed in on your phone, you can um, you can just hit a button and switch to another account. You don't have to like sign out and sign back in on your mm-hmm. phone. So it's really easy to go back and forth between who you're tweeting as. Right. Which yeah, is awesome. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So I have to try this again because I used an email address that I already have a, 
have associated. So. Oh. Well, maybe we should make an email address. Step one. Yeah. Gmail. Boy, this is a good marketing. Ner- I, I know. God, you're so good at this. I know. I know. No, Gmail is like the nerd email, right? Right. Yeah. It's for people who know how to use a computer. Right. That's what I've... Because it would be yeah. very unbecoming of podcasters if we had a Hotmail yeah. or, Yahoo. or an AOL yeah. address. <laughs> that would be so funny. Nerd is at AOL. Hi to everybody on dial-up. Send all of your geeky questions to nerdnovice at AOL.com. We don't know what the AOL. internet com. is. <laughs> yes. Okay, so oh Gmail it is. Okay. Um, do you want me to do something? Um, well, I, I want you to vamp while I do this because okay. I feel like even Talking. though even though mm-hmm. nobody else in the world is going to hear this, and so this is actually not a problem that we have to address this very moment. Right. It, I, we got to do it. Yeah. No, we do have to do it, yeah. and we might as well do it while we're recording and acting like fools. Absolutely. Did you notice how that like screen, the picture on the Welcome to Twitter page was like taken from an airplane? It looked like somebody was sitting in the seat of an airplane and took a picture of the clouds. That's great. Why? What is, <laughs> I okay. guess it's like the universe. We are, we are now on Twitter at Nerd Novice. That's awesome. Official. That is awesome. Oh, this is so great. That's so great. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll compromise, right? Because yes. people probably didn't tune in to, to listen to us create uh, email and, and social networking right. accounts. Uh, we will create the Gmail account mm-hmm. after we record. That's fine. Okay. Because then it's like a lot of typing and secret questions. and Right, yeah. Lot, lots of personal information. And we then we would have to create a whole other alter ego because – Really, like, the personal questions, it can't be yours, it can't be mine, it's got to be something we both know. So then we have to create, like, a fictional character that has this whole backstory where we know the secret, like, their mother's maiden name, and we know, like, their first concert they attended, and all those secret questions. Because, like, I don't know your mom's maiden name. We would have to come up with one that, like, we could just make up out of nowhere. I think, I think, well, what should our backstory be? I, I have Maybe no. we shouldn't discuss that. I know this is that like, would be because then the secret question everyone would know. So not only are we reticent to discuss the truth of our backstories, we're we're not even willing to discuss our fake backstory with the audience because it would reveal real backstories. It's too much. It's too much info. Too much. Info. I can't get to know them that much. Yeah, yeah. I have my boundaries. I can't. I can't. You know, you got to have boundaries. No kissing. Yeah, it's, there's no kissing. That's true. You know, you, you got to like set that down from day one. The boundaries are you don't know my fictional alter ego. And that's mm-hmm. just it. Right. Yeah. So totally. So what it, what is this show? It's it, we, We've established that it's called Nerd Novice and I'm Jim and you're Megan. Mm-hmm. And what is what is this show? I think it's about it's about rage. First of all, right. because we have a lot of personal, yeah, there is rage, mutually shared rage. Yeah, there's rage. Yes, there it's rage and and hope. I think hope for the future, but hope for more rage. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's it's like a tiny glimmer of death. Right. Right. Or a tiny glimmer of like dark red. If if death were were the the tiny light of a ladybug or not a ladybug a, a firefly yeah speaking of firefly we'll get to that uh, yeah uh-huh. <laughs> da, da, da. Yeah, yeah yeah rage is is like death 
that tiny firefly mm. going through the night, forever elusive. Mm. 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 And someone kills Deep. it. We should get some bongos. You're a percussionist. Where are your bongos? Okay. What the hell? Wait, first pause. What is a bongo? Describe to me a bongo, please. Oh, we're going to do that? Yeah, we're doing it. All right. Tell me what a bongo is. Okay. Bongos are small, uh-huh. pitched percussion devices <laughs> that you generally kind of like hold in your crotch. <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you play them either with the palm of your hand mm-hmm. or possibly your fingers. Okay. Not to be confused with congas. Okay. This is where, thank you. This is where I shouldn't have asked you because, duh, you know this stuff. But for our listening audience, right? congas and bongos are different. Not everything you hit with your hand is a bongo, right? Right. If you're like random Joe. Sometimes it's a small child. Right. Or like, I don't know. Your a head, student. Your head, yeah. yeah. Or student. Um, no, yeah. That's, it's just one of those percussion things. Ugh, it's not a bongo. It's a conga. Yeah. Yeah. Or a djembe. Or, yeah. Yeah. What's the one? I'm gonna pause and, and discuss that. No, no, that's it's fine. What What's the one where you pull the? I forget how to pronounce it. Oh, you like pull the, the the string and it makes the thing. Yeah, it sounds like a lion. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I forget. It's oh my god, I forget what those are called. That's the thing. Sometimes when you're a percussionist, you open up your score for whatever piece you're playing, and you go, "What is that? I don't know what I'm supposed to play." Mm-hmm. And then you have to ask, like, some Yoda character that you have in percussion. What is this random thing? Right. That's another word for a triangle. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, tons of different percussion instruments that I would not know if I saw them. Think about the huge benefit that Google has has given to the, the functioning, aspiring orchestral percussionist. And especially, like, smartphone, because you can hide behind your stand and your conductor won't see you. And you're just like, yeah. what am I supposed to play? And yeah. You type. Yeah. You do like a Google image search, yeah. cross reference. Uh, I have this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, is it a is it a Quico or um, yeah. um, Viber Slap? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Viber Slap. I love those. Those are great. Those are the best. Good times. Yeah. See, we should have bongos and a Viber Slap. That would be. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so you know, soundboards aren't even good enough for us. We need we have like to, we have all to have the toys. Acoustic. A little tiny gong. Yeah. Yeah. Little. Uh, Little finger symbols. Yeah. That would be terrific. That would be awesome. Okay. We've gotten off topic. Have we ever yeah. gotten on topic? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not too sure. Um, so what is this show? It's, it's Nerd Novice, and uh, Megan and I are nerds. Mm-hmm. But we're, we are um, sometimes inter- intersecting mm-hmm. and sometimes diverging nerds. Mm-hmm. And that's where we feel the value of this program will come into play. Mm-hmm. We had a very deep conversation yes. last night via text message. Mm-hmm. We were trying to figure out – we knew we wanted to do a show together. And we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about, specifically what were we going to talk about tomorrow morning when we record the show, mm-hmm. but uh, also figure out what we were going to do long term with the podcast. And initially – We were going to just kind of simply rage about whatever. And obviously that's going to be the overarching theme. Um, And I think we probably should talk a little bit about coffee today for sure. Because that's what we we sort of got on a tangent about last night via via text message. But the other thing was 
uh, Megan was looking. Here's what happened. Okay, Megan was looking at my Twitter profile, mm-hmm. which is Jay Metzendorf, and I'm senior honor honorary, I suppose, because I uh, unfortunately don't have a lot of time to do editing for uh, for Five by Five too much anymore. But I'm a senior audio engineer for 5x5.tv. Uh, I used to host the Comic Shack on there and uh, used to edit you know, pretty much all the shows on, on the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, founded by Dan Benjamin, um, friend to animals great and small. Actually, he's not too into pets. But um, good dude, great podcast network. Love it so, so, so much. But So I had this listed in my Twitter, Twitter profile. And Megan read this, and she texted me and said, "Is that um, something to do? With is that a, is that a reference to faith? Reference? Yes, Buffy? exactly. Well, you didn't say I didn't from say from Buffy. Buffy. I just said to faith with a capital F. Right. And so I thought, wait a second. Like, is is she asking me an ecumenical question? <laughs> we already like, had that discussion, though. Yeah, we have had yeah. that the the religion talk uh, just between us as as friends. So I thought. Well, a little bit odd that she might be asking a religious question, and then the the F was was capitalized, and I thought, is she talking about Faith Corpy, who is uh, a host on the Five by Five Network, <laughs> co-host of of the great program Geek Friday? I thought there's no way Megan even knows what that show is or, no. or who Faith is. So I was sort of like, you know, I explained what Five by Five was. It's a it's a broadcast, uh, an old broadcast term to denote quality of, of signal mm-hmm. and strength and so on and so forth. And, um, and then it was revealed that she meant. I said, well, I just thought you were referring to Buffy and, um, you know, one of the characters catchphrase and all that stuff. And, you know, cause she always, Faith is always saying I'm five by five, like I'm doing good or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, I was like, of course he's referring to Buffy and then you were like, I've never seen Buffy before. And I did a bunch of crazy shocked emoticon faces. And I was like, I can't believe you've never seen Buffy. But I've never seen Star Trek before. Hmm. <clears throat> so while, while she was yeah. you know, utterly disappointed at me, certainly, that I, that I had never seen Buffy, I was equally... Yeah. Uh, ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed too. Well, it's okay. I mean, this is this is a safe place. It, it's sort of a two person support group. Yeah, I know. I feel I feel really happy because you know people call you a nerd like when you're a kid on the bus, and that means something. And then you grow up, and people call you a nerd, and you're like, yeah, that's means something mm-hmm. else because it means something cool now. Because nerds are a ter- certain interest group. Right. right. So I thought I'm part of that interest group probably, even though I'm not like um like super crazy into a lot of stuff that a lot of people are into, but it made me feel like a failure or a fake nerd just because I had never seen Star Trek and there's a lot of stuff that I have never seen. And so I'm I'm glad. I'm very happy to have this like safe environment in which to experience these shows and not be judged. Absolutely. Like or judged publicly i like that too i mean I, I, i'd rather isn't that what yeah. life is all about all, right. ultimately is is judging and being judged right and and i'm one of those people who if i feel um awkward or like 
I can't handle something, I will make it into a joke. And oftentimes that joke is on me. So this is perfect. It it's is. perfect. Well, I, yeah. I, I think you make a make a good point because you're right that that nerd or, or geek is has become a, a badge of honor mm-hmm. in a lot of in a lot of ways. And it 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 is a reflection of your interests in culture. Mm-hmm. Or but, or but a reflection of your non interests. Like ah, you know what indeed. I'm saying? Because right. I think that to be a nerd, you have to also like kind of hate some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like a little bit scared to make these like people make these statements. But yeah, right. or like you know, I'm I don't like uh, a certain radio station, and I think that right. probably is like you know there are not just one, but there are certain radio stations I don't ever even go to, mm-hmm. and I think that has to do a little bit with my um, nerd persona because i prefer other things instead and the the things that i don't like are like those really marketed uh you know typical types of things that pop culture you know like the kardashians or right, right. like kiss 96.5 or something like yeah, that yeah exactly you know, where it's just I'm not gonna even go there. No, but I, I think I that, that I think that's part of the nerd definition. I I would agree with that wholeheartedly. <clears throat> and so I think I think the thing is, and really, what we're getting at here is that uh, nerdy things, geeky things, it it has become very broad. So in, invariably, there are things that fall within that spectrum that we haven't exposed ourselves to mm-hmm. and had a chance to to start to enjoy. And for Megan, it's Star Trek was just the tip of the iceberg. And for me, um, I've never seen Buffy. Mm-hmm. Now, I know, I, know about, I know about three, four things about Buffy. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that Sarah Michelle Gellar is Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that it was originally a movie. Let's see. I know that Felicia Day plays a character in it. I adore her. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Uh, I don't even know her character's name. Well, Vi, right? Violet. Yeah, Violet. she okay. she's just um yeah, she's a minor character right, in right, the last right. season, but yeah. Yeah, so I I know her. I know Allison Hannigan played a character called Willow. Mm-hmm. And at some point there's like a Dingo's Ate My Baby thing. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That's like mm-hmm. a meme from Buffy, right? Yeah. Okay. And there's Spike. Yes. And then Spike. And then there's the guy who is like a demon or whatever. Uh, and he seems David Boreanaz, cool. or however you say his name. Um, He's got the horns. Oh, wait. What? What are you talking about? He got the horns? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. We'll see what you get there. Yeah, I mean, we'll there, see. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot more to Buffy than that, and I'm excited. Have you seen the movie? No. Okay, because this is what I was going to say. Okay, so let's just... Should I start describing this now? Or yeah, should please. We okay. Um, so the movie... Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out in like <clears throat> 92 and um it was written by Joss Whedon but the directing of it was taken away from him so he didn't really have very much of a part in the movie in the end. Um it turned into just kind of like a teen 90s movie like ditzy blonde girl like super valley girl like beats up vampires but it was really like more focused on 
that part of it than the the vampire or like the dark part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So it turned into this lighthearted, typical '90s movie, and you know the sort fight... of like Sweet Valley Vampire. Yes, or and the fight scenes weren't good, and like everything was, it was just really dumb. And I mean, I've seen it several times, and I think it's entertaining, but in a different way than mm-hmm. the series was supposed to be. So Joss Whedon, you know, is obviously pretty bummed about that, and um, he was more envisioning it as like a dark teen uh, teen show, but like more focused on um, like real things, like relationships and um, struggles with like growing up and all that stuff. And but it's more dark. And it's more like almost like a horror show um, with like the funny blonde girl in it. You know what I mean? So I think the way he envisioned it is um, obviously a lot more. uh, It's a lot deeper and has more meaning than the actual movie was. But if you want, um, you should start by watching the movie just because there are some things that happen in the movie. The first episode of the TV series um, sort of picks up where the movie left off. Okay. But it's a not, it's not it's not so much that you will be lost. Right, gotcha. Yeah. So if you don't want to watch a movie, you don't have to. But it picks up from there. Buffy moves to a new town and she knows she's a vampire slayer, but she's trying to like push that out of her life and move on and just be a normal girl and that's where it picks up. Right. Very good. So so, so my my task is going to be to begin watching Buffy. Mm-hmm. And I'll either between now and and our next episode, I will either just simply watch the first episode or watch the movie and mm-hmm. the first episode, and I will take copious notes. I'll come back with questions, and Megan will explain it to me like I'm a five year old, right? Basically, and I'll uh, probably laugh a little. Right, you can make you can gently make fun of me or, or brutally make fun of me, <laughs> as the case may be. But again, this is a safe, loving environment, right? Where we are not judged yet fully judged. And it, Publicly and in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. shamefully. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. So Buffy is, is my assignment. Right. And I guess what we may do is maybe do lots of different episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll kind of continue down down the line. I don't know. We haven't really decided if we're going to go every single episode or maybe pick and choose here and there, best ones or exactly – yeah. What we want to do. I mean, who knows? I might get hooked on Buffy and right. just watch every single episode out of my own accord. Right. I mean, the first two episodes kind of are like a part one and part two. So it's possible you might want to watch two episodes. Gotcha. I mean, yeah. But um, the thing, yeah, that's what I was wondering, too, is because Buffy is like seven seasons long. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a lot of episodes. Well, it's seven seasons. And I also happen to know that there is... A comic book. Yes, and the eighth season. I've read that and I have it. Right. And it's, yeah, anyway. Um, we Should we talk, I mean, I feel like I need to like save all the topic stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, we got we to gotta save it. Yeah, we got to save it. And we'll discuss it as it, yeah. as it comes up. Um, so that's my, that's my homework assignment. Mm-hmm. And likewise, Megan is going to start watching some Star Trek. Right. And I have, now let's, let's, Qualify this a little bit further. Okay. Uh, have you watched any Star Trek whatsoever? Um, no. Okay. I mean, I've seen like funny clips on YouTube of like people 
doing stupid things in Star Trek. And I've seen like spoofs of Star Trek. Okay. And like I know that the doors are like shooting and shooting up like in Star Wars, right? Don't they go like in Star Wars, the doors that on the ship? They move side to side. Oh, side to side. Okay. Yeah. And then I know Spock. Okay. So like you know who Spock and, is. Yeah. Like I know like I know some of the characters, like, like Captain Kirk. And okay. like I know like those majorly obvious things. But no, I've never seen Star Trek. Do you know the name of the ship? The Enterprise? Yes. Yes! Victory! (laughs) Nice. Excellent. Okay, well, you you win. And I have a feeling that when I start to watch it, I might be like, I've seen this somewhere before. Mm-hmm. There's, it's possible I've seen a few episodes, but not enough for me to like really even know anything about it. Right? Yeah. Have you seen the J.J. Abrams 2009 Star Trek? No, movie? I haven't. Okay, and I need it's to see good. it because we just found out that he's directing Star Wars. Totally, which is pretty. I mean, I think that's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah. it's a big deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So you, Ooh, were... we should like take a little Zoom recorder and record us watching that movie. That would be really funny. Commentary tracks. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm excited. I haven't seen it. I, I'm just total total novice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ashamed. You don't have to be ashamed. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed. It's okay. okay. We're we're here to help. Thank as you. we as we judge and shame. So here's here's what I'm thinking is that even though you've you've name dropped Kirk and Spock, I'm actually thinking that. Maybe the best place for you to start is actually Star Trek The Next Generation. And is that – tell me, like, what the difference is because that's a series that happened after the original. And right. is it about, like, who is it about? Well, it, it takes place uh, – we're going to get hate mail for this, but oh. roughly 100 years. Okay. Uh, roughly 100 years after the events of the 1960s TV series – about 70 years uh, after sort of the, the original series movies. Okay. Okay. And it's a completely different cast, completely different crew. The, the unifying link is the fact that they, um, right around the – the quadrant. I was going to say right around the galaxy, but it's actually more than it's more it's more it's actually limited to a particular section of the galaxy. Oh, okay. Because in Star Trek, the galaxy is is huge, and and unlike unlike Star Wars, where you can travel from one side of the galaxy to the other in like two hours or mm-hmm. something. Um, in Star Trek, even at the fastest speed that the ship is capable of. It would take you like 75 years plus to get from one side of the galaxy to to the other. Um, So anyways, they they have a ship also called Enterprise Mm -hmm. and they go around having various adventures and always, you know, exploring new planets. And of course, something goes completely uh, back crap wrong. Mm -hmm. And there's a conflict to resolve either um, either a physical conflict or. Uh, social, political, political mm. uh, what have you. So it's full of all sorts of uh, very shenanigans. cool shenanigans, allegories. Um, and so you have the the main characters there are Captain Picard, mm-hmm. who is a Frenchman with a British accent. Mm-hmm. Go figure. Um, you have Commander Riker, who grows a beard in the second season and gets all the ladies. <laughs> and you have kind oh. of... 
I think I know who that is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll get to the beard. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get to him for sure. And sort of replacing Spock, you have an android named Data. I knew that too. Yes. Like I totally know what okay. you're talking about. Okay. So you're totally down with this. But stuff. what year was that made then? It started in the series started in 1987. So it was still Okay, so the 60s was like the original one and then the 80s. Right. So the original series ran for 3 seasons in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then there was pretty much nothing until sort of like the mid 70s when they did a season of an animated series that was sort of like sort of like a fourth season of mm. the original series but it was a cartoon but it had all of the original right almost uh, like actors. Buffy season 8 comic book yeah exactly yeah uh so we're, there was that which some people embrace some people just kind of like ignore it but then starting in 1979 they had Star Trek the motion picture and then every couple of years thereafter they would have films. Okay. And those essentially ran periodically uh, all through the 80s and into oh, uh, even, into the mid 90s. Even with the older characters in during the next generation show. The- well, here's so here's what happened. Um yes, there was overlap where they were still doing original series oh. movies with those characters mm-hmm. while the next generation series was was on the air on TV. So um next gen again started in 87 on tv and star trek 6 came out i want to say in 1990 or 91 which was oh. the last movie with all of the original series cast okay and then in 94 there's a movie called star trek generations which has some of the original cast, but is predominantly a next generation film, mm-hmm. and it kind of bridges the cat the the gap and explains sort of the transition from one generation to the next. So right. it sort of has like Captain Kirk and Captain Picard teaming up. Wow! For shenanigans. Wow! That's so, extra shenanigans. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So that's Star Trek. So I, I'm uh, okay. So. Tell me um, why I should start with The Next Generation, though. Why should I start there instead of with the original one? Just you think it's going to be easier to understand? I, I don't think it's so much easier to understand. In fact, in some ways, it's more complex. Mm-hmm. But I think it may hold your attention better than the 60s series, right. which has some very excellent episodes, but... Many of them are just sort of a little bit cheesy. Right. That's okay. And so... I was going to tell you the same thing about Buffy season one. And that's fine. Yeah. So, and and even with with Star Trek The Next Generation, um, I'm recommending that you start with the first episode of it, but overall season one is is far from their their finest effort. In fact, I think it's pretty safe to say that Honestly, it doesn't really get rolling until about season three, mm-hmm. but then it's it's pretty. How many seasons? Pretty were great there stuff. That one? Seven seasons. Yeah. So this is exactly the same format that happened with Buffy. The whole like first two seasons, like late nineties, cheesy, like nineties fashion, you know, like all that stuff, and then 
there, you know, there's an episode. There, there was like a year gap in between my first experience of Buffy. Mm-hmm. I started with the first few episodes, and then there's one in season one called "I Robot You, Jane." Yeah, and it's like a "The Internet Is Bad" 1997 <laughs> episode. Wow, and it's not bad, but like you know, the internet is the end of the world kind of thing. Right. And I, when I saw that, I was like, seriously, I, I, I can't do this. Yeah, and I had to stop, but. And then I kept going, and it starts getting really awesome, and especially around season three too. Okay. So, so no, wait, did you? Were you a fan of Buffy from the beginning? No, like that's okay. the thing. I'm a new Buffy fan, and when I was a kid, I was like, I didn't watch anything that was like teen. When I was a teenager, I was still watching like Sailor Moon. I wasn't mm-hmm. watching. You oh, know, you're into anime? Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, oh, I mean, I haven't. Man. I'm not. I mean, I wasn't into anime a lot as a preteen and young teenager. And I sort of have, like, forgotten about it after a while. But, um, no, I was, like, totally into Sailor Moon and, like, the whole Toonami series that was on during, uh, um, like, 97, 98, Mm -hmm. 99. Like, with, like, Gundam Wing, Dragon Ball Z, all that stuff. And then, um, you know, I started getting into more anime that wasn't on Cartoon Network, you know. I see. uh, So, but anyway, that's what I was watching. I wasn't watching Buffy, which to me... I didn't know anything about it. It seemed like it was going to be similar to like Dawson's Creek. You know, I was mm. like not interested in seeing some sort of teen drama show. Right. At that age. I was not interested in that. I didn't know that Buffy was more about like the fantasy yeah. stuff. Um, Which mean, it was a WB show. It was. Right. Yeah. And they're, they're kind of notorious for right. like the pretty people right. dramas. And it was one of those, but it had more to it than that. Right. So, um, I didn't watch it when it was first on at all. Mm-hmm. I only started watching it um, probably in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I watched the first half of the first season. Okay. And then I Robot Eugene came on and I was like, this is stupid. I can't handle it. And then I waited probably about six months and I started watching the rest and then I was hooked. And I watched the whole thing and I've seen the whole series like three times now. Okay. Yeah. And I, I've seen, and there's Angel, the spinoff. Right. Which... I have a lot to say about I'm not the biggest Angel fan. I feel like I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. I'm like talking about how much I love Buffy, but there's a few characters that I hate in the show that most people really love. So mm-hmm. it'll be a controversy. Well, but. well, here's the I'm glad that you brought that up because I think something that that bears mentioning is that it's okay to think critically about things that you enjoy. Yeah. You know? And so just because just because you like something or even say, I love Star Wars or I love Star Trek, that doesn't mean you love every single aspect about it. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have criticisms of it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing with that too is, you know, it's it's okay to I don't I, I just kind of lost my train of thought with it, but I think there there's I, a stigma that yeah. oh oh you say you love Buffy but you don't like so and so and such and such so therefore you don't really like yeah. Buffy like there's some sort of nerd angry mob with pitchfor- pitchforks like you know watching you watch the show waiting for you to not like something and then they're gonna like attack you and right. drive you out of the village I that's I definitely agree I think I like Buffy and I'm not ashamed to admit that the first season was pretty darn cheesy mm-hmm. and like almost made me not want to watch the show. Right. I mean, that's 
it's true. It was a late 90s show. Like, there are aspects about it that you watch now and you laugh about, about right. how stupid it was. But the show is awesome. And that's an overall statement. So, yeah. Well, I'm in. I, totally. I'm in. I'm going to check it out. I look forward to it. Um, I hope you like Star Trek. I think you will. I'm sure I will. Yeah. You're you're a very thoughtful, intelligent person. Thank you. And and much of the next generation, there's plenty of action, mm-hmm. but a lot of the lot of the best episodes, in fact, are more thoughtful type pieces. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think you'll dig it. And uh, I like I said, I do encourage you to to watch the first episode, uh, which is actually a two parter encounter at Far Point. Um. And just kind of bear in mind that it it gets better, but that's uh, what I was going to tell yeah, you. It gets Same better. Thing. It definitely gets yeah. better. Yeah, but it's 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 the introduction. You you kind of got to start yeah, somewhere for sure. So, you know, I think we were going to talk about coffee today. What's our time? We're kind of running out of time a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's all right. I think we got to wrap it Everyone up. Everyone loves coffee. The end. Yay! Everybody loves coffee. Everybody loves great coffee. Yeah. The end. Um, don't spill it on your lap. Yeah, that's bad. Because it will hurt. And treat your barista nice. Be nice. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. I, we can't end it on that. Okay. Here's one of my, <laughs> one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. Um, and this, this is not only uh, applies to um, baristas, but any, any food service or any, any service personnel uh, in general. Can I get a? Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. I get a? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not even a word. No. Can I get a? Can I get a? Can I get a? Yeah. What's worse? Let is me have a. They just go black coffee, and they stare at you, and you're like, "Well, there's some more details that I need. Could right. you like give me some more?" And they refuse to like expand upon. They're like, "I'm just a simple guy, and all I want is a black coffee." Ha! My name's Ralph, and I'm here in America yeah. getting coffee. Just Starbucks black coffee. Black what coffee. more do you need? Black coffee. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That's when you. That's spit when it you. In that's that's when you give them the biggest size and charge them a lot, and then you know, give them decaf. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, <laughs> decaf. I've yeah. totally done that before. Nice. That's so great. No, there was, oh, see, this is bad. We, we're going to just keep talking about it. But I have one story. I'll share one okay. story. And the, on me. there was this, um, I worked at a cafe in a, in a Borders, but it was the Borders Cafe. You know how Borders used to have Seattle's Best? Right. This was like Which one of not, the few. but whatever. Well, yeah. This was <laughs> one of the few that actually was still a Borders Cafe. Okay. It was not, it was, so it was totally like. That's weird. Independent. Yeah. It was really cool, actually, because we didn't have to wear like a uniform. All that. it was cool. It wasn't as corporate mm-hmm. as the Seattle's best would have been. But I had this guy um, one time. Well, he was a regular. He would come and get lattes, and he would like sit and do work. But he would get like six lattes, like to the point where when he arrived, he was shaking mm-hmm. from how much caffeine. He must have like been addicted to caffeine. Yeah. I don't understand. This guy had so many espresso shots, and then he would just get more within like i mean just tons so there would be a point in the day where i would just start giving him decaf i was like this guy is yeah. gonna have a heart attack like tweaking on my cafe table like yeah. i cannot be responsible for that so i think he noticed one time he like glared at me and really bad and i i don't know yeah i was like it's for your own good 
you can't have all that. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's my story. Well, here we need to follow up on the coffee thing in future episodes because right. there's a lot. There is a lot to talk about with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a thought that I'm just going to lay this out, and as a as a trained professional, mm-hmm. which you've disclosed to me, um, a former uh, former barista, um, you can you can ponder this and let me know. So. Uh, one of the things that that you hear about is this this idea of uh, I don't know that this is quite the right term for it, but um, like conflict free coffee. You know how they have conflict free diamonds. Oh, well, yeah. there's this thing with like like fair trade, res- fair trade coffee, responsibly done coffee. Mm-hmm. And so what what I want to know, Miss Megan, is whether there is a black market for coffee that is verifiably and certified to be totally loaded in conflict and like you can you can ver you can verify the provenance of the coffee that like six people died yeah. bringing you these beans because if, if this exists you I want it i i want some <laughs> i really want to try it and so we need to like, like work on coffee. okay yeah. i will so use your you. connections yeah. get back to me next week on it okay okay that's it for this week we're gonna watch some shows get back to you guys report on the conflict coffee Thank you for listening. Thanks. Nerd Novice on Twitter. See you next time. Awesome.